The questions you always had. The answers you were never given. The place to seek the truth. Welcome to Veritas. We live in a world where the idea of truth has been altered and transformed in ways the human brain can barely comprehend anymore. Our values, our thoughts, and our perception are molded in such a manner to benefit those powerful few who hide behind the curtain, the puppeteers who push us and laugh at our disorientation. Their methods are vicious, always aiming at confusing us, because through confusion they can rise above and rule the rest of us like flocks of sheep. Throughout the ages, various methods were used to brainwash and force the masses into submission, ranging from brute force to the propagation of brilliant lies. Right now, the world is confronted with an illogical phenomenon, scientism, a deadly religion that must be neither debated nor questioned. The scientist comes forth like a saint, and we must embrace his theories as pure truth, regardless of the facts or hidden intentions. It's time to pull back the veil on scientism, exposing many of the greatest deceptions in the world to hide the true creator of creation. Greetings, I'm your host, Mel Fabregas at Veritas Radio. If you want to listen to tonight's full interview and all of our material, click on the subscribe button. Join me on Facebook and YouTube. And if you want to get in touch with me, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button of our website at veritasradio.com. Tonight's special guest is Robbie Davidson, the president of Cryptos Media and Flat Out Truth Productions, which has produced groundbreaking documentary films such as The Global Lie and Scientism Exposed, reaching millions of people across the world on his YouTube channel, Celebrate Truth. He is also the founder and organizer of the Flat Earth International Conference. With a passion for media and filmmaking, his desire is to help expose the world's lies while pointing people to the way, the truth, and the life. Directly from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, I would like to welcome Robbie Davidson. Hello, Robbie, and welcome to Veritas. How are you? Doing very well, Mel. Thank you so much for having me on. It's a real honor. My pleasure, my pleasure. And as I told you offline, I don't do these, touch these subjects that much, but when I do, I like to dive in 110% because we have a large portion of our listener base who is very interested. And right from the beginning, folks, I'm telling you, I will not be censored. So just wanted to get that, get that out of the way. But scientism, that's a word that I've been hearing lately a lot. But before we begin, how did this all begin for you? Well, for me, it uh, began with most people that are looking into this topic. I mean, at the beginning, you laugh at this. You think this is the most ridiculous thing you've ever uh, seen or heard. And for me, uh, I came, I stumbled across a video that was actually ironically making fun of the the Bible and also, you know, flat earth. And I said, well, wait a minute, this has got to be interesting. You know, someone's actually, it was an atheist, you know, making fun of Bible verses. And myself as a Christian, um, you know, believing that taking the Bible literal, you know, I really wanted to take a look at this video. Well, once he started going through the video, I was like, well, wait a minute, if the Bible says that, and I'm supposed to be taking the Bible literal, you know, I'm going to look into this more. So one thing led to the next. I started typing in flat earth because before then I laughed at it and I came across Mark Sargent's flat earth clues. And what Mark Sargent was able to do in flat earth clues was able to connect a lot of dots. Myself as a truther for many years, looking into 9-11 and many issues, um, 
it was interesting to see how all the dots were connected. So not just for me personally, from a biblical standpoint, but also I was able to see that, you know, I could start connecting the dots to see things that weren't adding up. But then also to my amazement to find out that so much true scientific experimentation was going into this topic that people were looking at it, you know, from three different vantage points. And that's what I say in many interviews is I say there's three types of people that come to <clears throat> flat earth. You've got, you've got like the scientific minded that want the true empirical science method methodology. You've got kind of a conspiratorial truther type uh, crowd. And then you've got more of a religious crowd. But that's what I find fascinating that so many people of all walks of life are waking up to something that's so ridiculous. How in the world could we be having an interview, Mel, in 2018 about the shape of the earth, something that's just so paramount so you know in your face we knew we've known this for so many years but it's unbelievable you know one thing i love about you is that you will keep an open mind and i just urge everyone that's listening as crazy as it sounds keep an open mind look into it you might be surprised at what you find certainly you have to folks it's very important to be skeptical you uh, the healthy degree of skepticism in any way is very important but you have to keep an open mind and ever since my very first radio program that i did with a the late Milton Torres. Those were his words. Be skeptical, but don't close your mind. Now, while scientism has been active on, on Earth for millennia, many have never heard the word before, Robbie. Why don't you define scientism? And also, what is the difference between scientism and science? Well, I think that's really important. And that's what I start my movies out with, showing the difference. Because while we're going to be talking about this topic, I want to make it clear that I'm not anti-science. No one, you know, in this community is anti-science. We love the true empirical method when it comes to true science. What we're finding out is a lot of this stuff is pseudoscience. A lot of this stuff when it comes to whether it's the theory of evolution, the theory of gravity, the theory of relativity, these cannot be conducted through the scientific method. So while you can believe this all you want, don't say it's scientific or it's completely proven fact when it can't be put through the scientific method. So I would say that when it comes to science, it's a wonderful thing. We, we observe, we repeat, we do these observations with cause and effect to understand the reality of our world. What's happened is most of science has moved into a belief, an agenda, a religion, as my book and my films you know, will illustrate, showing that a lot of this stuff is, look, the debate is over. You, you don't come to the table. We've already figured this out. And yet when we're saying let's apply the true scientific method to this reality that you're supporting, you know, they really don't want to go that route. They want to sit there and hypothesize all different ideas and say it's proven fact. And the tragedy of all of this is it's taught to children from a very early age. The idea that we're on a spinning ball flying through space with water stuck to it and we're told it's gravity. Well, I'm just telling you this right now, and I was a firm believer in all things science when it came to gravity and theoretical science, but understand that it's probably one of the most least scientific things. Yes, they'll say we know the effects of gravity, but can you conclusively prove gravity using the scientific method? The answer is no. So while you can believe that all of these things are happening because of gravity, don't say it's scientific. Don't say that you fail your test if you don't answer correctly. Let's have opposing beliefs. Let's have different opinions. Let's come to the table and let's have a good dialogue about this. But it seems right now that people have risen up in the ranks wearing white lab coats and we dare question them. And if we do, we're shut down, we're ridiculed. And I find that when it comes to this topic, the biggest defense that people have is ridicule, laughter and name calling. That's not how we engage in a proper debate. And science, Mel, was all about asking questions. Those days are over. If you look in the mainstream media and you look at what NASA and the world is pushing, 
you can see that they do not want to engage in the debate. They say the science is settled. We're saying, no, the science is never settled. It's always about questioning. It's always about learning more. And it's just a tragedy that we're at a point in human history where they want to shut the doors and say, no, we have it settled. There's no more questions to be asked. Yeah, we'll discuss the ridicule factor throughout the interview, but scientism to me is more like a, not only dogmatic, but almost like a dictatorship. You can't question the leaders. You can't question because they'll find ways. Ridicule is probably the the uh, least forceful way, but they can find other ways to, to eradicate those who are questioning. But we'll discuss that later. Do you think there are dark forces behind the scenes trying to, to essentially to pull people into what they think is logic when it's re in reality it's speculation it's really theory it's not as concrete as everyone think it is i do absolutely and i think the hardest thing that people the hardest time that people have with this topic is why why would they lie or who how many people are involved in this and what i say is this is something that is very, very spiritual in nature. There's something behind the curtain for sure, even beyond the world's elite. And, you know, in, in truth circles, as we research and find out the Bilderbergs or the Rothschilds and Rockefellers, there's people even above that. And there's a spiritual force that does, that does control, that does, you know, control the puppet strings. And what I'm telling people is I'm saying, look, if we hypothetically are on a spinning ball flying through space, There is no value. There is no there is no need whatsoever. And they have conducted an entire worldview destroying the credibility of a creator, of God. And what I say is, hypothetically, even if you don't believe, just let's just go down this road for a little bit. If there was a God and if there was a Satan or if there was good and evil, and let's just say that evil's idea was to keep people away from understanding what was good, then you would muddy the waters. And I see that the systematic attack of all things when it comes to scientism annihilating the origins, where we came from, why we're here, where we're going. All of this stuff has been, you know, it's been put together saying that it's scientific. And this is pseudoscience. This is, this is theoretical science they put together. The idea that we evolved over millions of years. Well, the fact is they cannot find any transitional fossils anywhere. And you would find that all over. Again, we're not seeing that. So what I'm saying is when it comes to the theory of evolution, when it comes into all of these ideas They all attack the origins. They all eradicate a creator. If you understand what we're taught from an early age, the idea that nothing exploded and created everything, people would rather believe using science that nothing created us rather than believing a creator. Yes, this is spiritual. Yes, this is very deceptive. And it's unfortunate that so many people have been deceived. And I pray that people will wake up or at least look into it and say, well, maybe, maybe there is some truth to this. Again, it's worthwhile of pursuit, especially when we're talking about the truth of our origins and who we are and where we're going. I sometimes wonder if you use the Occam's razor philosophy, if you have the two scenarios, you have the scenario of the Big Bang and evolution, and you have the other one, unintelligent design, which of the two would Occam's razor point at? Yeah, and that's another startling fact. What we're seeing is that Occam's Razor basically says, look, I mean, keep it simple. And I say, when the plain sense makes sense, seek no other sense. And that is something that I think people should live by. If something just makes sense logically, the idea that everyone has looked in the sky and they see everything moving, the idea that, no, we're wobbling, we're spinning, we're flying around the universe, no one has ever felt that. Now we're told, well, it's gravity and it's all these things. The reality is our senses show our reality. Our senses prove our reality. Yet we're taught from an early age to disregard our senses 
and say, no, 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 you're wrong. It observably does look flat, but no, 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 we're on a ball of eight inches per mile squared. You know, this idea is really strange, but again, people believe it because it's indoctrination from a very early age. And at that age, you never have the ability to ask those certain questions you know, to the teacher, hey, wait a minute. Okay, you're saying that water sticks in the ball. Well, how? Explain gravity. Can you conclusively give me the definition of gravity? What's interesting is if you ask five scientists the definition of gravity, they'll give you five different definitions. They're even debating within themselves. You know, when you get a Newtonian gravity, when you get an Einstein gravity, again, there's all sorts of problems. But yes, they say, no, we have it figured out. They're getting into dark matter. They're going further and further away. Even Michio Kaku admitted that he said in science, if we're off by a factor of two or three, it's a bad thing. But he said in cosmology, we're off by a factor of 10 to the 120. That's 120 zeros after. He says it's the largest mismatch between real science and theory in the history of science. So he even, he even admits that when it comes to this topic, we're getting into cosmology, it's getting further and further away into science fiction and into fantasy. And yet the world gobbles it up with, you know, simulation theory and these people are propped up. And I find it ironic. I get this all the time, Mel, where I'll be doing a conference or I'll be doing an interview and people will walk up to me and say, well, are you a scientist? And I'll say, no, but Bill Nye is not either. And you have him on all your talk shows to talk all things science. <laughs> right. He's an actor, you know, and they kind of pause for a bit. But I find it interesting that it's like, well, are you even a scientist? Well, wait a minute. One of the biggest spokespeople for science is an actor. And you have them on all your talk shows. So where's the double standard here? Where's the hypocrisy? I just find it amusing and interesting. But again, I was there. So I have sympathy for people that are on the other side. This sounds ridiculous. How in the world could this gentleman that you're being interviewed with, you know, believe in such nonsense, the fact that we're not on a ball? I mean, this is just something that's fact. Well, I'm telling you right now, it blows your mind when you start looking into this. Take a weekend. Take a month. Most people looked into this for many, many, many months. I mean, myself, I could not believe it. I had to search more and more because I'm like, there's no way. This is too big of deception. 9-11 was a huge deal. Looking into all these different ideas in your research, they become very big. But this, this is the granddaddy of them all. And that's what I find fascinating. Look, have an open mind. Wouldn't it be interesting to even just entertain the fact that, you know, hypothetically, if this was true, it would be the the granddaddy of them all. To me, that's fascinating to think about, you know, people will talk about conspiracy theory. I tell you right now, it's conspiracy fact. This is happening and it's all around us. What bothers me the most about the people that criticize anyone who looks into this is their, their, their fervor. They, they, they're so fervent. They're so dogmatic in their attacks, almost as if they're just, they don't want to shatter their paradigm. They don't, in, in ridicule. That is the, the, the weapon of choice. But how different is scientism from any other dogma or organized religion? Sure. And that's a great question, Mel, because scientism, why I believe it's one of the most deadly one out there is because it's masqueraded in fact, in truth, in prestige of, you know, when we, we think of like, who are the smartest people in the world today? We always think of the scientists. We always talk about it's not rocket scientists. You know, it's not rocket science. Again, it's the scientists that are propped up as all things truth. They're the ones that are going to figure out, you know, how to save the world from climate change. They're the ones that are going to figure out the epidemic when it comes to, you know, certain ideas. Again, we find this in the pharmaceutical industry. We find the doctors coming forward with all different industries and we find a lot of corruption. Now, but when we're getting into the greatest corruption, we're talking about the origins. We're talking about where we came from and hiding behind a scientific theory and teaching it as fact that nothing exploded and created everything. And that truly is the scientific 
fact that they teach that nothing exploded and created everything. And yet we're looked at and ridiculed because we believe that someone as an intelligent design designed everything that we see. And if an intelligent design is behind everything from the DNA, from the structure of everything that we see in the sky, there would be order. There would be complete synchronicity between the creation and that creator. And that's what we're seeing. And Romans is very clear in the Bible. It says that the, the true creation testifies to the true creator. In creation, we see. So I believe that the devil really wanted to muddy the waters and make it so far and remove God so far away. Where, where, where is God? Is he beyond the Milky Way galaxy, 18 trillion light years away? Again, it was distancing. It was removing and getting us to a point where we're basically useless. We're meaningless. We're just a cosmic accident in a random universe with billions of other planets. And it's one thing if this was the truth. It'd be one thing if this was truly scientifically proven, but it's not. So again, the agenda is very deceitful. It's been masqueraded inside fact and proof, and you know, because who can debate with science? I mean, we always hear, well, science proved it. So I was sucker to it all myself. And for a long time, you know, I've been Christian for about 25 years, and it took me a while to wake up to the lies of evolution. Again, I was only one step in. You know, the idea that we evolved, you know, from primates and apes. And again, there's so much science. If you look on the other side to refute that or to show that there is some really hardcore science proofs to show the fact that th there's major problems with the theory, Darwinian theory. But again, if you even come against Darwin, you're ridiculed. I mean, Ben Stein did a great documentary. It has nothing to do with flat earth. It has to do with, you know, evolution and coming against Darwin uh, called no, uh, what was it, expelled, no intelligence allowed. Well, what he did it, it, coming into it is he just researched it and found out there were a lot of people that were worried for their jobs. People had been fired. People that dare, you know, show the data through. And these guys were, you know, doctors, PhDs. I mean, they were credited scientists, yet they could completely show there was a massive bias if you dare question the Darwinian theory of evolution. So what I'm saying is, yes, you, may, you mentioned this before, Mel. I would agree with you. It's a dictatorship. There is a scientific dictatorship that has taken over the world at this point, and I believe it's starting to crumble. We're now at the point in human history where we're now seeing this long reign of science, way back, way back, 500 years. It's been in reign for a long time against the church. And again, while this is not about science and the church, church has many problems as well, too. What I'm saying is this dictatorship of all things can be proven through science. While it started off with a very honest, genuine pursuit, I believe, it got corrupted very early on. And again, that's what we're experiencing today. But there's so many people waking up to this lie and not just people like me that believe in the Bible, people that don't even believe in the Bible, not even religious are waking up to the fact that truly there is a creator. Truly, there's been many agencies, many people. And this lie is is massive on all scales. Now, for the record, folks, I have to repeat it because I get the occasional message asking if Veritas has turned religious. And the answer is no. But we explore everything, including religion, just like I question science and what they claim to be fact. I also question religion. I question the Bible. I know many people believe the Bible is the final word, but if the Bible is open to interpretation and it was written by man, I also question it. I'm looking at everything as a spectator from the middle, skeptically but open-minded. Sorry, Robbie, but I just wanted to make issue that disclaimer. Sure. I think I think it's important. I mean, while people will hear me talk about the Bible and say, well, that guy's religious, I don't consider myself religion, uh, religious at all. People say, well, how is that possible? You can believe in the Bible without being religious. If anything, that's not what I believe God wanted from the start was religion. Religion is man's attempt 
to do right or to be holier than thou. Again, I believe it's about a relationship. The creator desperately wanted a relationship with men. Satan's pursuit has been to try to destroy it, eradicate it, and basically move him further away from the scene. Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.